Hi, and welcome to Absolutely Trashed, where two trashy girls discuss all the big topics in life. I'm Ashley. And I'm Grace. And today's topic is... Hitler. Boo! Boo! <laughs> Boo! Hitler! Boo, Hitler! We don't like you. We don't vibe with you. No. no. Well, I got myself um, one of the strongest bottles of wine that I drink <laughs> to get me through this. I love how we haven't started yet and it's already amazing. Yes. Yes. Wow. So I hope you've poured yourself a double whiskey because... <laughs> Fuck this shit and fuck oh, this guy. Fuck this guy. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. I feel like I'm going to learn some weird shit that not many people know. Oh, girl. <laughs> really? You're going to learn. <laughs> Is that wine already? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're here to have a good time and discuss yes. a bad man. Yes. Yes. I'm drinking like a chilled red, like a. Ooh. So fancy. It's, it's, um, so easy to drink, unfortunately. It's going unfortunately. down way too easily. That's what she said. Shut up. Get out <laughs> of here. I love how your jokes are like sexual innuendos and mine are just like dad jokes to the max. Uh, that's comedy like gold. The comedian and I'm comedy the gold. I don't know if that's true. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Teach me everything about this terrible man. All, All this right. weird, embarrassing shit, please. I'm ready to kick Hitler's ass. It's always been a life goal. But yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, to totally. get the bucket list. Cause... Absolutely. We're about to um, do it. We got, but we're about to do it. So I broke it into two sections because you can't really talk about Hitler without least cut without like covering, you know, the like war acknowledging just yeah. a bit. So yeah. I'm going to go quickly over his role and who he was, and then we're going to get to the good shit. Okay, the interesting weird shit. Yeah, the interesting cool. weird shit. So bear with me. I'm here if, for it. I'm not a history buff. Um, <laughs> Wars to me, like the political side of wars to me, I, I don't care for them at all. I'm right. not interested. So this is just like a short Yeah, so basically overview. you're saying, dear listeners, Bear this is not going to be in depth. It's going to be like a quick little reminder of what World War II is. Yes. Don't add us. Send, yes. ha- all, send all hate mail to Grace, as oh. we say. <laughs> I've always said it, please do. I print them out. I put them beside my bed. I read them before I go to sleep. It's wonderful routine for me. I feel like feel- it's a goal for you to, like, wallpaper your house with hate mail. Oh, if I actually want to make a um, coffee Like an book, office? No, oh. coffee book table, like a coffee table book thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it's just say. one of those ones that people flick through. Yeah. And I want to take my hate mail... And find the profile pictures of the men who have sent them to me. And so you can basically just, like, open this picture book with this, like, blown-up picture of a man's hideous face. Like on the left page. And yeah, on the, on the right, right page is the hate mail that he sent I me. love that. But you know what? To be honest, we don't even need to wait for hate mail from our podcast. We could do that with creepy DMs. Oh my god, creepy oh my god. Okay. DMs. I could. Re- I Go could and tell everybody. Coffee Go books tell- alone. Coffee <laughs> books. Coffee table books. Tell people the DM that we got to the absolutely trashed. Oh my Instagram god. Page. 
<laughs> I forgot all about that for a second. I was just thinking about our own like personal Instagrams where dudes are like, hello, I see that you are female. Here's some <laughs> sexual harassment for you. Okay, yes. So we have an Instagram page for our podcast. It's at Absolutely Trashed Podcast. Fuck, I should probably check that. It is. It's Absolutely Trashed Podcast. <laughs> I wasn't sure if podcast was in it or you if it was just... You run the Instagram I, d- I know I run it well, but clearly I don't do shout-outs very well. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, so we <laughs> we run an Instagram. <laughs> this is off to a great start. We run an Instagram. It's at Absolutely Trashed Podcast. <laughs> definitely includes the word podcast I actually run it very well I just clearly don't know what my handle is but that's fine it's all good um and we got I was like on the podcast page the other day doing something and because I run it and Grace runs the Facebook and we just keep it separate I so I went into our messages and there was this message from this man and the message itself wasn't bad all it said was hey Grace and I found it kind of like creepy that someone had just messaged our podcast Instagram like, hey, Grace. So I took a screenshot and I sent it to Grace and I was like, is this like a family friend of yours, this older gentleman? And Grace was like, no, what the fuck? I checked his followers. He doesn't even follow Grace's no. Insta. So it's just like, I was like, okay, I need to deep dive. I need to figure out what the fuck is going on right now. So all I had to do, it was really quite simple, is all I did was click on this man's profile and his Instagram bio told me everything I needed to know. Yes. Let me yes, just scroll did. down to good old shout out to Michael. <laughs> we love you, Michael. Love you, Michael. Um, so his Instagram is a work of art. Um, it has like two photos of him and one of them looks like a stock image. So I don't know what this man actually looks like, but that's fine. Uh, his bio is, am a perfect gentle man, space in the middle, looking for a pretty, honest sugar baby. DM if interested, dot, 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 ha, 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 ha. And I'm straight up considering. I'm straight up considering it. So just quickly, does he want a like, as in a pretty honest sugar baby? Like he wants his sugar baby to be honest, or does he want a pretty Pretty and honest sugar baby? I'm gonna go with the second, but it doesn't read well, Michael. You need to work on your skills, grammar. Um. So what he did basically was he obviously found our profile. He looked at our bio, which says Grace and Ashley. And talks about our podcast and just saw Grace, like the first word, and was like, hello. Hello. Would you like to send me photos of your pussy for some money, maybe? Not to mention, it's very clear that you run the podcast, like the okay, Instagram. But like, you none of the photos are like, it's not like you click onto a profile and it's like, that's a hot babe. I'll send her a DM. It's, it's us like in photos towels. of Alcatraz. And it's and us like, in towels. And our profile. And there's, yeah, there's two videos of us and we both look trash. So, uh, yeah. Michael, baby, if you're listening, that's what you're into. I mean, I won't send you photos of my pussy, but you can definitely buy me microphones if you'd like. What do you reckon, he Grace? Could, he we could, we could, yeah. Yeah, he could sugar daddy Let's the get some recording fucking, yeah. I'll he, can be, he can be our sponsor. Oh, my God. I'll send him feet pics. <laughs> I didn't say they'll be of my feet, but I'll say 
This is the best conversation we've ever had while recording. So um, um, talking about creepy, gross men. <laughs> good segue. Shall we go back to Hitler? <laughs> Fuck me. Yes. Yes. Please, teach me everything. Let's okay. Goodbye, Michael. Hello, Adolf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Adolf Hitler. <laughs> 20th of April. 1889 to the 30th of April, 1945, was an Austrian-born German politician. Um, So he actually wasn't German. He was Austrian, which, you know, not a lot of people know. Kind of controversial. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they share a border and he grew up on the border. So, But did Um, he grow up on the Austrian side of the border? Yes. Or the... Wow. Yeah, no, did not know that. Uh, All right. uh, (laughs) um, I'm not going to know much. (laughs) So he was uh, an Austrian-born German politician and the leader of the Nazi party. Mm -hmm. Hitler was Chancellor um, of Germany from 1933 to 1945 and Dictator of the Nazi Party from 1934 to 1945. Now, Chancellor of Germany, that is the head of their government selected by a parliament. So not voted in by the people, voted in by a parliament. When what are what are like the job responsibilities of a chancellor? Like what pretty, pretty what much fuck is pretty the much chancellor? the same as like prime minister. Oh, okay. So it was a but position of power that he it, already yeah, had. Yeah, he he had a position of power. It's just mm. um, unlike Australia, where our prime minister is voted in by the people. Um, mm. This is selected by members of parliament. They were given him. Yes, lucky people. Right. Yes. Um, he was at the centre of the founding of Nazism, the start of World War II and the Holocaust. Um, and in the final days of the war during the Battle of Berlin in 1945, Hitler married his long-term uh, mistress, Eva Braun, and two days later, on the 30th of April, the two committed suicide to avoid capture, capture by the Red Army. Um, so what you're saying is they had a really fun honeymoon. Yeah, great honeymoon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> And then their corpses were burnt. So the Red Love Army. that. That's the communist Russian army because I know a right. lot of people, I didn't know what the Red Army was. No, I didn't know either. Um, <clears throat> communist Russian army. Hmm. Um, All right. So. They were closing in. Yeah. Hmm. Let's reel it back a little bit. Um, in 1938, Hitler, along with several other European leaders, signed the Munich Agreement. Mm-hmm. Um this treaty relinquished uh, some districts to Germany, um, which was reversing part of an old treaty of the Vesalius Treaty. Um, so okay. it, it was <laughs> it was um, it was a diplomatic win for Germany. So European leaders signed the Munich Agreement reversing a previous agreement that had been in place, giving Germany more power and space. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So That makes sense. As a result of the summit, Hitler was named Time Magazine's Man of the Year, 1938. (laughs) Jesus. Now, (laughs) Time Magazine founder (laughs) Henry Lucas. Lucas? Mm. Lukey? I don't know. Anyway. Um, that man named Henry. Henry. Is his name Henry? Yeah, his name's Henry. Yeah. Now, I'm paying attention. He decreed good. that man of the year, which is now called person of the year because they allow women and anyway, was Equal not. Equal rights. Woo. Woo. Uh, was not an honour, but instead should be a distinction applied to the newsmaker who most influenced world events for better or worse. 
bullshit, Henry. Yeah. You're just trying to cover your ass. Because oh, of back then you had no idea. And that's all right. But just yeah. say that. He didn't say like, that in 1938. He no, said he that later. When people were like. Hitler had gone batshit insane. Yeah, when people were like, hey, Henry. Committed hey, genocide. Henry, um, you notice you put Hitler. Remember that time remember that, that you time? made Hitler the man of the year? <laughs> yeah, I get it, Henry. He yeah. would be fucking, yeah, yeah. ridiculed. Yeah, but it's not like we make. Anyway, I won't. Anyway, I won't we'll go, go into we'll, it. We'll, no. <laughs> no. Um, so this diplomatic win only increased Hitler's appetite for German dominance. And on September 1st, Germany invaded Poland. Ugh. In response, Britain and France declared war on Germany. Allies! Woo! So mm-hmm. Hitler escalated his activities in 1940, invading Scandinavia as well as France, Luxembourg, the Netherlands and Belgium. Um, Mm. And Hitler also ordered bombing raids on the United Kingdom with the goal of invasion. Yes. And if we remember from our wicker episode, the cone of power power stopped him. So if you have no idea what we're talking about, go back and listen to Wicker. Go go listen to Wicker. (laughs) It's the greatest thing It's the greatest episode, yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so uh, Germany's formal alliance with Japan and Italy uh, which was known collectively as the Axis of Power, was mm. signed to deter the United States from supporting and protecting the British. Um, okay. However, on uh, June 22nd of 1941, Hitler violated a non-aggression pact with Joseph Stalin, sending 3 million German troops into the Soviet Union. Um, yeah, that was a dick. Well, I mean, everything he did was a dick move. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you have a very clear pact with Russia during a world war, yeah, being or like, anytime. yo, we'll leave you alone if you maybe, leave us alone. Maybe yeah. leave them alone. Maybe maybe don't pick on Russia ever. Ever. Just a, just a bit of wisdom mm. for you there. Mm. Okay, so the invading force seized a huge area before the German advance. Uh, was stopped outside Moscow um, in December 1941. So this is Moscow, December. They are knee-high in ice. Yeah, it was cold. The the Russian front was like the biggest threat of any German officers. They would threaten any time they did anything or like was like, if you don't get this right, we'll send you to the Russian front. Because it was like, well, you'll either get shot or freeze to death. Or freeze to death. comes first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And both of quite imminent yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're both coming um so six days later on uh december 7th japan attacked pearl harbor in hawaii and so now hitler was at war against a coalition that included the world's greatest empire being britain the world's greatest financial power being the u.s and Mm -hmm. the world's largest army being the soviet union yeah, so, so I remember like roughly that like America was like refusing to join the Allied forces and get involved, and then once Pearl Harbor happened, they were like, "All right, fuck you." Yeah, because we're they they were like, you, "You bombed Hawaii, dude!" Like, like your yeah. axis of power, Japan, who's working with you, just bombed us. Exactly. Now we got to kill you. Why would yeah. you do that? But I mean, come on, America. They should yeah. they should have jumped in sooner. So that was in um, 1941. So there was a Mm. conference held in 1942 called the Wannsee Conference where a bunch of Nazis officials there, uh, so there was a bunch of Nazi officials there and it was during this conference that they released the systematic planning for the Holocaust. Mm. About a month after this, 
Hitler was recorded saying to his associates, we shall regain our health only by eliminating the Jews. Yuck. Yeah. Boo. Boo. You suck. You're the um, worst and we're so glad you're dead. So approximately 30 Nazi concentration camps and extermination camps were used for this purpose. Between 1939 and 1945, the SS, so the Secret Service, assisted by collaborist government and recruits from occupied countries, were responsible for the deaths of 11 to 14 million people, including roughly 6 million Jews, which is representative of two-thirds of the Jewish population in Europe. Mm. And between 500,000 to 1.5 million Romanian people. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. De- I always like think of Jewish people when it comes to camps. I didn't even think about. Yeah. 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 And because um, the Romanian people lived a gypsy lifestyle, that's why that number is, there's, um, you know, a million gap between what they're estimating. A lot of these people didn't have paperwork they didn't have birth certificates you know yeah they kind of lived off the grid so yeah yeah so um deaths took place in concentration camps and um, extermination camps ghettos and through mass executions fucking so heartbreaking Mm. many of the victims Mm. of the holocaust were gassed to death whereas others died of starvation or disease while working uh as slave laborers Jesus Christ. Cool. <clears throat> cool, so, cool, cool. Due to the combined power of the British Empire, the US Army and the Soviet Union, it became clear that Germany was going to lose the war. Poland Yay. had fallen to the advancing Red Army. Uh, German, faces, uh, German forces had recently lost to the Allies on the Western Front. The British mm-hmm. and Canadian forces were crossing over into Germany. She was fucked. Like, they lose it. You're, yeah. you're losing the war. So, good. Hitler and his mistress, which I hate the word mistress because he, yeah, he wasn't married, so she wasn't a mistress. She wasn't a side piece. Yeah. In any way. Um, I would rather use the word girlfriend. Like I think now we would refer to her as his girlfriend or partner. Um, totally. But he referred to her as his mistress, Ugh. which I don't like anyway. Yeah, I don't like it. It's kind of... Mm. Ugh. Anyway, yeah. so Hitler's, Hitler's lady. <clears throat> Hitler's lady friend uh, <laughs> retreated to Berlin where they got married in a hurried ceremony in, in the bunker 40 uh, hours before romantic. they committed joint suicide. Wow. Yeah, so cool. they died side by side in Hitler's office. Uh, mm-hmm. She had taken a cyanide pill and then he had done the same and shot himself, um, which is known as the uh, piston and poison method. Um, mm, sounds like a rockabilly band. Yeah, no. Um, cool. It sounds like a diner. It does. Or Pistons like a tattoo parlor. Yes, like a tattoo parlor. And like with a bar in it. Like yeah. I'm, and then everyone's a little bit rockabilly. Yeah, it's just me. I We could go there and I could get so fucking hammered at the bar <laughs> while you're doing like a five-hour tattoo session. <laughs> Please. I'm fine with this. Can somebody create this little shop that we have just created but like yes. cut us in yes. at least 30% because we're the, we're Ten, the geniuses. Yeah. yeah. Um, so well, you were about to say 10% because I was about that. to say 10% because we just made the name. But sure, 30 sounds good. Uh, pretty sure we made the name. Well, and we the, the, and name. the we idea. And we made the idea. And the it concept. sounds bombing. Mm-hmm. Hit us up or we'll sue you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take this episode you- to judge <laughs> as proof that we came up with the idea. 
And we're yeah, just this- sitting there like professionally dressed while they're playing this recording. Yes, oh Your Honour, I would like to uh, show the court exhibit A. It is our <laughs> Hitler episode of our podcast, Absolutely Where we trash. discussed creepy DMs from strangers mm. who have nothing to do with Hitler. And then in the middle, we created a business that's been stolen from us. By this man here called Michael One Two, whatever his name was. <laughs> Michael, baby, come on. Okay, so um, uh, after he had shot himself, their bod- bodies were taken outside, outside, doused in petrol and set alight. Now, this was to prevent enemy forces from being able to use his body for spectacles. Yeah, he was real big on that. Like he was like, yeah. no one can put my body on display, which yeah. I get because we would have. And, and they did. They did it to other... Um, leaders and stuff that were part Especially of his party. Especially Hitler. You'd like yeah. put his brain on display or something, you know? Yeah. And so mm. I Googled Eva Braun, his mm. lady friend. Lady friend. <laughs> um, and Listverse gave me this excellent <laughs> article called 10 Tragic Facts About Hitler's Wife. Adorable. Even though they weren't married. Oh, no, yeah. No, because right, they, they got, got married. married yeah. yeah. But Technically. Bitch, it crazy. Okay. I'm ready. He's crazy. She's crazy. This They were like the Joker and Harley Quinn, like bad for each <laughs> other, toxic, awful start, awful end, gross min- middle. So little known fact just about a disaster. Hitler, just a disaster. Little known fact yeah. about Hitler is he used to live with his niece who he like had <sighs> this like creepy obsession with. Incestual, yeah, romantic yeah. relationship, <clears throat> and then he, he was seeing Eva on the side as well as men because uh, he also saw men, yeah. and he was seeing Eva on the side, and she hated the niece because you because know, she was that in was love the with main him, space. and this yeah. was the main space. So she, she was the side piece, yeah, was overtly nasty to the niece, and the niece actually she probably has a didn't want to be there in no, the she first didn't. place and just had to be because it Absolutely. was Hitler. Yeah. yeah. Well, so she she's actually, already like a prisoner. She actually fell in love with another man and was going to leave him and like leave the house and move to Venice and marry this man that she was in love. And <clears throat> fuck, could you she, imagine having to break up with Hitler? Your uncle. Yeah, Hitler. but like, yeah, it's, it's your bad all around. incestuous, crazy powerful even if, even if you uncle. weren't his niece yeah trying to break up with hitler and thinking you could like get away just with be it. like cool look it didn't work let's be friends uh-huh. bye uh-huh. Yeah. so anyway she told him this and then mysteriously died of a gunshot wound to her chest there we go that night so mystery yeah <laughs> hitler's party refute time and time again that she committed suicide of course or that she was Murdered. Well, no, they, they. My guess. Well, she was murdered, but they say she committed suicide. Oh, so she. Oh, sorry. I thought. I thought you were saying they were like refute, refuting the fact that she killed herself. No, like, I was they, like, they, nobody they thinks that, bro. Where by the fact that she oh, killed, she killed right. herself when she was clearly murdered. Anyway, so after that, Eva became the main squeak, like the main woman, because he still yeah, was seeing men squeaks. and other little bits and pieces and doing whatever. Yeah, he but was, when Hitler met her, she was seventeen and he was forty. Um, this and she basically like squeeze. yes, Eva. Yeah. Um, so Eva. she basically fangirled him. She was obsessed Ew. with him. She thought he was the bee's knees. Well, he was a very powerful politician, and he was doing 
what was perceived as good things for the community in the country at the time. Yeah, before the whole batshit insane stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, he broke up with her at one stage and she shot herself in the chest, <gasps> uh, missing her vital so organs. So toxic. Yeah, but in like an attempt to be like, if you don't yeah, get come back, back with me, or, yeah. people are going to like, I'm going to shoot myself in the chest. I'm going to tell everybody that I shot myself in the chest because of you. Then they're going to connect that to your niece and you're not going to get to this position of power anymore because you know, women are murdering themselves, committing suicide. Anyway, whatever. Mm, either so way, she, it was like yeah. a toxic manipulation move. Yeah, yeah totally. so she had a will drafted that um, she would kill herself the moment that he died. She Who didn't the fuck live... notarized that? Oh, you man. Pro- well, probably one of his cronies. Like, yeah. who wouldn't, mm. you know? Um, so I mean, I in, wouldn't, but yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know, though, because she I'd was be like, bonkers. Honey, I'm I'd be like, help you honey, with some therapy. We don't get you a man in Venice, okay? <laughs> so uh, we know that Hitler and Eva completed suicide together in the bunker, but um, a little-known fact is Hitler's prize dog was murdered there as well by Hitler. So he gave his dog a cyanide pill first mm. to see how it would affect the dog. Oh, fuck you, Hitler. As if you weren't bad enough. Now you're testing on animals. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, reportedly everybody in the hallway of the bunker and in the offices around could hear him howling with grief over having, quote-unquote, having to kill his own dog. Because in dog. his mind he had to, he had to kill if the I dog. If I can't have him, no one can, yeah. Well, I think he was worried that because, I don't know, maybe not, but maybe he was worried that they would make a spectacle out of his dog. Right. Which was yeah. his prized possession, his babe. Anyway, so. Anyway, so he was mourning this dog. Yeah, and he was visibly upset. People heard it from, like, officers down. Now, um, Eva took her suicide, her cyanide pill before Hitler did, and he didn't make a peep about it. He didn't care. Oh. Yeah. So There he, was no, like, my no beloved, emotion, my brand new wife, my I wife. just married. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Mm. Nothing at all. So if that doesn't sum up shit Hitler, Mm. Hitler, Hitler, all right, one sentence, I don't know what will. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think I think that's uh, that tells us what we need to know. (laughs) Okay, so there's your little background on like who he was. Thanks, Chancellor of Germany, leader of the Nazi Party, party all around, dickhead. So now I'm going to break down Hitler's life into three periods of time. Um, being his like early teenage life and then his um, teenage to rise to power life and then and then his in power Ooh, sort of life. All right. Because so starting with like this gives little us boy Hitler. Little boy Hitler. Um, mm. And now this first period of time I'm calling complete dweeb Hitler. Complete dweeb? Complete dweeb Hitler. Here for it. Here <laughs> and for that. you will understand... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> when I get into this, oh my god, obsessed! All right, why I'm calling it complete dweeb Hitler. Mm. Okay, so teach me. Um, Hitler's father was a super strict dictator at home, mm. um, and Hitler absolutely hated the man, but adored his mother. So, his father doled out harsh beatings and even harsher words to Adolf. Um, from the age of six onwards. Right. Um, and at that point, that's when his older brother had left the household 
um, at the age of 14 who had been originally copying the brunt of it all and now um, I don't know whether or not to call him I'm going to call him Adolf because if I call him Hitler, they're actually all Hitler, like his dad's yeah, Hitler, his wife's Hitler. So. Why don't we like? Why don't we call him like Dickler? I'm going to call him Dickler. I love he is that. a dick. Well, there's no denying it. I'm actually going to refer to Hitler as Dickler for the rest of this episode. Please <laughs> do. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> this is why you listen to our podcast instead of other podcasts because we're the greatest history. Well, not that we we're know the history. So you know accurate. Yeah. We're just so uh, talented. Yeah. So from um, the age of six, after Dickler's father had retired from his position as a civil servant, <laughs> that's when he was like super nasty. Okay. So right. there was an old Catholic Benedictine masonry monastery in town. Okay. Monastery. Sorry. Um, the ancient monastery was decorated with carved stones and woodwork that included several swastikas. Right, because originally they weren't. They were signs. What do they mean? Originally, yeah. But and if you give me one second, I'll tell you why they were there. So Dickler attended school there, Mm. and he saw them every day. And now they had been put there in the 1800s by a ruling abbot as a as a pun um, and play on words. So his name essentially sounded like the German word for swastika. And the monastery dude. The abbot, yeah. The abbot, yeah. Okay. So his name was Hakan Karuzen. Hakan Karuz. Anyway. I'm sure so it's wrong, but you did great, it, sweetie. Yeah, yeah, I tried. He Woo! thought it would be hilarious. My name sounds like swastika. I'm going to stick some swastikas around. You know. Right. Like okay. Like middle name is Rose. Have roses in their bedroom. I was about to like say, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, so. I was going to use a Grace version, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a young boy, he idolised the priests and for two years seriously yeah. considered becoming a priest himself, which yeah. should tell you a lot about his, obviously, stability as a six-year-old. Yeah. Yuck, yuck, yuck. So he especially admired... Two of my that. least favourite things, by the way. <laughs> Hitler and Priest. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, not a great they're not, combination. I mean, they're not high on my list. Mm. So mm. Um, he especially admired the abbot in charge who ruled his black-robed monks with supreme <laughs> authority. Like his dad. Like his dad. Um, And at home, Dickler sometimes played priest, which even included long sermons that he gave to his family. What a fun kid to have around the house. Do you want to play with blocks? No, I'm going to just perform a four-hour sermon, Mm mum. Cool. Um, And I got that information from historyplace.com. Love it. um, Already creepy. Yeah. Uh, but let's let's continue the creepy childhood. Uh, okay. In describing his boyhood, Hitler later said um, of himself that he was an argumentative little ringleader who liked to stay outside and hang around the husky, quote, husky boys. I'm sorry, but his self-awareness is quite impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He knew that he was bi, I guess, at least from Oh, childhood. no, I just meant the way he described himself as like a fucked up ringleader. Oh, as what an argumentative say? little As an argumentative yeah. ringleader. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But not many, like, kids are like, yeah, look, I'm a school bully. Well, he said you that know later. know what I mean? He just said that later yeah. in life. About... He still get points. Not many people yeah. have self-awareness. No, I'm no, still no, giving no. him points. 
Yeah, um, bisexual as well, which is fine. Uh, his half brother. <laughs> that sounded um, like I thought it wasn't fine. It's just no, it was fine. <laughs> Bisexuality um, his, is great. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, oh, okay. So his half brother, brother Alois, Alois, later described him as quick to anger and spoilt by his indulgent mother. Mm, so one day, mummy issues. One day, young Dickler went rummaging through his father's book collection and came across several of a military nature including oh, a picture book of World War, oh, sorry, of the war uh, 1870 to 1871, which was between the Germans and the French. Now, by a Hitler's... picture book on war. Well, I guess, I mean, how else do you describe advancing things on maps? Yeah, I and suppose, but I'm, like, using? imagining, like, a Dr. Seuss book, but then it's oh, just yeah. about war. You know what I mean? Like a Some, kid yeah, writing a picture somehow... book kind of paints a picture, well, a picture, for lack of a somehow better term. I think in, like the early 1900s they didn't have dr seuss books you know what i'm saying (laughs) come on okay so by hitler's own account this book became an obsession he read it over and over and over again becoming convinced it had been a glorious event (laughs) and yeah you know how like red flag by the way but you know how kids can do that in their own like brain they can convince themselves of like a different story than what's yeah, real yeah. because of like limited information around it. Like it's not like he could just Google it and be like, oh, mm. fuck, no, nah, it wasn't, eh? Fuck, it was yeah, terrible. Yeah, he can't like read opposing views on the war. He just reads yeah. this one he book. Just he just read this one book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so this is a quote from Hitler. Um, it was not long before the great historic struggle had become my greatest spiritual experience. Ew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not good. From then on, I became more and more enthusiastic about everything that was in any way connected with or with the war or, for that matter, with soldiering. Ew. Yeah, cool. Cool, So cool, he cool. said that uh, in his book, Mein Kampf. And I'm just going to say, do you think maybe your orientation there was what had you so interested in those husky soldiers? Yeah. Mm. So uh, Dickler's little brother, Edmund, uh, age six, died of measles. Um, and Dickler and the boy loved playing war play together. Um, and they Prior would... to death, I'm assuming. Yeah, and so that was where they used to pretend death. Um, um... You know, they would kill each other. Blah, yeah, they'd blah. play war. Yeah, totally. yeah. And then he died. now he was having to confront genuine death for the first time. Mm. Um, it seemed to have shaken him badly, I guess because he was, you know, a child. Um, yeah, and, and his sibling died that he was, like, really was close, close to. with. Yeah. So to make matters worse, the little boy, and I'm, I shouldn't laugh at this, but, like, could this be the worst parenting ever? Oh, my God. What happened? The little boy was buried in the cemetery next to their house under Dickler's window. Like literally under his window. Yeah, so he could see it from his bedroom window. So he was falling asleep and there's like a fresh pound of dirt where his brother's just Oh, been and then I wish we could play Warlords again. 
But now you're just dead right there, right outside. For real, window. though. For Remember real. all those times? I Oh, God. Yeah. Imagine the fucking trauma from that. Yeah. Like, just, it would even be bad enough to lose a sibling so young that you used yep. to always play dead with, and now they're real dead. Like, that would yep. bring up some guilt and some But then they're shame. buried, like, right there. And then they're buried right there. Right there. Mm. Right yeah, the origin window, story right makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. lie. So years cool. later, uh, neighbours recall that young Dickler, uh, was sometimes seen at night sitting on the wall of the cemetery gazing up at the stars. So where the fuck was his parents? Yeah, for real though. Mm-hmm. Like you had a strict dad and an overly coddling mother. Yeah, yeah. Like you think those two would know where their kids, you know, those two types yeah. of parents generally know where the fuck their kids are. Yeah. They probably yeah. knew he was there but just it was. Just it, having a, yeah, just hanging yeah. out with my bro. Uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, Therapy. Okay, so, uh, after primary school, Hitler expressed a desire to become an artist. However, his father would not allow it and sent him to a technical school to become a civil servant like him. Sorry, just quickly, his controlling father didn't let him follow his own dreams? To become an artist, yes. Did not see that coming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Here are we. Pun, pun of the episode. Thank you. One day we're going to make an episode that's just a recording of all of our puns. All of we your have puns. one in every episode. Hey, you've got some puns too. You did Wicker. Yeah, I had puns in Wicker, I think. I did not. You had mm. the puns. Mm. So there you go. Mm. Look at us. Fucking on fire. Okay, so <laughs> bearing in light that he did not see that coming. Anyway, um, <laughs> there were frequent arguments between him uh, and his father that made home life unbearable. Yeah. And now he was held back from entering um, to the second year of high school due to bad grades. Right. And he'd he actually, flunked out grade eight. He, he'd actually got the bad grades on purpose. So his belief was that if he sucked ass bad enough at maths and science, he wouldn't be able to get into technical schools and therefore oh. he would be allowed to go to art, art school. school. Mm. Which can life doesn't usually fucker. work. Yeah, life doesn't usually work like that. I'm gobs. Mm. Let you know. So anyway, but at, he, at like fourteen, I would have thought that. Like I would have been like, yeah. I've got a plan. It's gonna I've fix got, everything. I've hatched an idea. Hey. Mm. Okay, so he entered uh, the second year of high school a year older than the other boys, oh, um, no. making him physically bigger and physically more mature. Oh no! Uh, there was a history teacher at his school, Doctor Leopold. Potche, mm, sure. I don't know. Um, who told <laughs> Hitler's? Uh, who told Hitler exciting tales of the glory of German figures such as Bismarck and Frederick the Great? For young Dickler, German nationalism quickly became an obsession. And... Can I just say how much I love you? Like reading out something super professional and well written, but calling him Dickler. Dickler, <laughs> the greatest thing ever. <laughs> I'm enjoying this too. Yeah, it's good. Um, you work well. So German nationalism quickly became an obsession, you know. Cute. Um, Again, so was, the origin story. Yeah, Jesus. he was 13 here. Um, and then in January 1903, Hitler's father suddenly died of a lung hemorrhage, leaving right. the 13-year-old as head of the Dickler household. Oh. Yeah, so, like, he's 13, his little brother's died, his dad's a dick, his mum He's obsessed with him war. To, yeah, he's obsessed with war. He's got this, obviously, this history teacher who's quite nice to him and he doesn't have a nice male figure in his life. Totally. He's glorifying 
German war leaders. Figures. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then his dad dies. Mm. So as a teenager, Hitler was obsessed with this local girl, uh, Stephanie Rebich. Although he was in love with her, Dickler never managed to actually speak to her. Hence why it was an obsession. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dickler, no. He would, however, a creepy man in the stare at her on the street and have Ugh. his friends spy on her often uh, to report uh, back her actions to him. Which, um, okay. A woman that he's never spoken to. Well, a 13-year-old girl. Yeah, but okay. now, imagine, a girl that he's never spoken yeah, to. Imagine reporting back the actions of a 13-year-old girl. What in 1903, in, in 1903, Germany. Yeah, she went to the store with her mum. She then went home with her mum because they don't let them, those girls out of their sights. She brushed then her hair. She brushed her hair. She played with a stick because uh, they don't have toys or bikes or whatever. Are you sure? I don't know what they're like. <laughs> I'm like, is, are you confident on when the bicycle was invented, Grace? Are you confident that these children got, didn't have toys? I've got a feeling that this, I've got a feeling, and this might be the red wine talking, but this <laughs> is the era where kids had that, like, stick and hoop. Yeah, and they maybe. Would... I'm going to have to Google that. I, anyway. I, I mean, I'd say yes, but I'm just going to just gonna point it. Yeah. Anyay, well, she <laughs> ma- okay, let, let's go through the diary. Uh, went to the shops with her mum, went home, went to school, went home, went to church with her mum, went home, brushed her hair, played with was stick. bored, played with stick. <laughs> but also, what the fuck is with these kids being like, yeah, I'll stalk a girl and write well, down I all think, of her details for you? I think because he was older. Remember, he was a year older um, than them. They idol them. Yeah, so, yeah. and bigger. So you he's know, already abusing his power at yeah, the age of and 14. Already the head of a household because his dad's died. Uh, so, like, you can course. see how this, he's 13, a 12, 11 and 12-year-old boys would idolise this 13-year-old who's the head of his household and big and strong. Especially and get at an that artist. age. Being yeah. a year older is like, oh, my God, they yeah. know everything of life. Yeah, so, totally. Um, his best friend, Oh, well, this guy claims to be his best friend at the time, August Chebesk. Um, He was sure. a flutist, I'm pretty sure, or a vi- okay. violinist. I can't remember now. Might have been a violinist. Anyway. He was a musician. Yeah. So he wrote a book called Adolf Hitler, My Childhood Friend. And in that book, he alleges that, that Dickler fell in love with her after she passed him during her daily mother-daughter stroll in Linz, where she, and get ready, glanced at him oh my god Mm -hmm. no wonder he's obsessed with her yeah so she looked vaguely in his direction for a moment for literally plan the wedding plan the wedding as she walked past him yeah um she later married an austrian army officer um and stephanie she made the right call yeah well she didn't have a choice because stephanie stated in an interview that she was completely unaware of dickler's feelings towards her and then little is known about her life. So he didn't even talk to her. She, she didn't even have the option of Dickler. She didn't know she he didn't existed. even know he existed. No, no. Nah. Oh, my God. Um, so Concerning. Now, her maiden name was Isaac. So Rebeshk is her married name. Her maiden name right. was Isaac, which right. is Jewish sounding. Um, <gasps> 
Is that why people think that he hates Jewish people? Yeah, so speculation is that he never got over this perceived betrayal from her. (laughs) I'm sorry, but like. Yeah. Yeah. How ridiculous. The Jewish name may have contributed to his hate. But also there's lots of rumours like that, you know, around why he hates Jewish Jewish culture. Yeah. Mm. Um, So uh, Kabeshk, which was his, his violinist friend, um, he made a lot of claims about Hitler stating that he hated blockhead soldiers and would go on long rants about what was wrong and right with the world and how the pure German race would be able to fix everything. So even back uh, then he was ranting and raving and he hated dumb soldiers and he wanted to control everything and blah, blah, blah. And he wanted everyone to be purely German despite yeah. the fact that he ain't German. Yeah. And so cool. he talks about uh, Hitler being incredibly awkward with girls and how Dickler found that very, very frustrating. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, which, you know what, though? Go fuck yourself. We're all awkward with the opposite sex at 13. That doesn't oh, no. mean you get to grow up to be a dickhead. No, no, no. I mean it tracks, like, it tracks that he was awkward with girls oh, based absolutely. on the story we just heard. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't fucking say. You don't fucking say. Again, um, it's like 13, 14 when he's starting puberty. Everyone's yeah. fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Ugh. And Ugh. so during secondary school, uh, Hitler applied for the Academy of Fine Arts and was Ooh, rejected twice. Because dad was dead. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was rejected. Dad was onto something. Dead dad it, was onto something. But he was re- rejected twice. Like he, he didn't just apply and then they were like, nah. He then applied again and they were like, dude, we said no. You got um, no talent, move on. Yeah, which mm. leads most people to believe that his father may have been correct in forcing him to attend a technical school instead. Perhaps his father could see that he wasn't actually dead. Dad was onto something. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was also known to write uh, novels at this time, like young adult fan fiction, <laughs> like the Twilight of the Thirties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Amazing. Although. None of them were published. So. Wow. And, I mean, he didn't even. So there mustn't have been very good even in his standards because he had Mein Kampf published later. If he honestly believed that these other Books. novels that he wrote were good, why didn't he have yeah, them published? Yeah, why didn't published? he abuse his power and be like, yeah. hey, I'm Hitler. Yeah. yeah Publish totally. this. Yeah. Mm. So basically young Dickler was a dweeb who was awful with girls. <laughs> He was the quote-unquote artistic boy at school who was forced to stay back a year. He wrote fan fiction novels. He was known to wear a fedora. (laughs) Best friend was a violinist. Fantastic. Young Dickler was a nerdy dweeb. And cool. Yeah, humble beginnings. Yeah, well, again, the origin story. (laughs) (laughs) It's all coming together. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it, love it. So um, this brings us to the second period of time uh, in Dickler's life, which I'm mm. calling uh, Dickler McFarty pants. Oh, my God, here for this. Yeah. So um, Dickler's political career really started when he got involved in the German Workers' Party um, and he worked his way up the political, like the party's political ladder by being charismatic and charming with men in high roles. Now, um, there's always been the speculation that, you know, he was bi, maybe they were that way inclined and he worked his way up that way because he obviously wasn't 
like he didn't come from a political party. Yeah, like I from get what a, you're saying. From like a family that was politically minded. He wanted to be an artist. Anyway, so. So um, you think he like either A, used his sexuality to up like well, up I just, his career or yeah. you think B, he just kissed a lot of ass and I think he just kissed because it's they everywhere says that he was charismatic and charming. Well, yeah. So to men in higher you know roles, through, you know, so it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So totally. I think for the ones that were also that way inclined, he was like a dick for the ones that were straight. <laughs> he was kissing ass. Anyway. Yeah. So totally. Either way, charming the pants off them. Yeah. He, <laughs> basically. <laughs> However, there was one setback for Dickler that he found very embarrassing. Ooh. His consistent fluctuates. <laughs> Amazing. Dickler was well known for having terrible gas. Like, people talked about it. It was whispered behind his no. back. It was like gossip about Fatty McFartfart. Everybody um, knew. Everybody knew. Right. And he would avoid holding meetings after dinner to avoid, <gasps> you know, eating and then stink, stanking a room out. So right. um, but, uh, Dickler actually became a vegetarian in hopes of this curing his flatulence, but it did not work. Uh, I guess because a lot of vegetarian heavy diets are beans and legumes and if he's just going vegetarian, mm. I would assume he's probably consuming a lot of dairy still. Yeah, true. Yeah. So yeah. either um, way, he tried. He failed. Yeah. <laughs> so I he fussed said poor guy. Then I remembered it's Hitler. So fuck yeah. you. <laughs> nah, fuck him. Um, he was also well known for having terrible table manners. So having not been brought up in um, aristocratic Germany and from being from <sighs> humble birth, he, Dickler had not adopted the fine arts of dining in public. Right. So he was known to bite his fingernails, play with Ooh. his moustache. Oh, eat, no. And he was known to eat mechanically and aggressively. <laughs> which like an isn't, animal. Yeah, which isn't how you eat in a fine dining no. situation. Small, smaller bites. Yeah. So he was once caught putting sugar cubes in his fine wine because he couldn't handle the taste of, like, non-sweetened fine wine. Which yeah. made him the laughing stock at a party. Oh, um, and he was probably yeah. trying to hide it because he probably knew that was like a huge social yeah. And, and I guess there's a big difference between a fine party where someone gets like a, a party where someone gets given a glass of wine and they're like, "May I have some sugar to put in this?" Because then people are like, "Oh, okay, he's owning it. He's he's stating it. He's yeah, he's whatever. embracing his like little quirk." Yeah. But, but the fact that he was, like, in the corner, yeah. like, hiding it. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, so he was also known to have quite a unique sense of style. Okay. Um, he had a toothbrush moustache, which was quite popular at the time. Mm. Um, however, uh, an article I found stated that Hitler's moustache wasn't actually a classic toothbrush. Um, he kept his whiskers bushier and narrower at the end and would often be referred to as a variant of the toothbrush style. Right. The Hitler so, edition. Yeah. So he's, even in that, he tried to keep it unique. Like it was a, a popular style at the time. So he tried to like shake it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, so even at the height of his power, many Germans thought Hitler's facial hair was terribly unfashionable. Mm. So they're he, not wrong. Well, then they're, they're not wrong. Uh, he often would wear knee-high riding boots and carry around my favourite thing in this. 
is he would carry around a hippopotamus hide dog crop. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. What? Yeah. You know how you... Yeah. You know how you see with that crop? You know how you see with that crop? It's made of hippopotamus. Oh, yeah. no. And now let me tell you now why this comes across as so fucking desperate and weird. So okay. it was common for the cavalry officers to carry around their riding crops, mm-hmm. you know, for their horses that they ride in an official manner. And totally. Hitler saw this, Hitler and others saw this as an expression of manliness and power. Well, he was not in the cavalry. <laughs> But he was quite fond of his hunting dogs. So oh. instead he went the Walmart version and carried a dog crop. <laughs> it's so, like someone carrying around like a power tool just because they think it'll make them look manly. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it's here yeah. with, with my electric drill. It's, um, it's literally <laughs> the equivalent of women carrying a, around a barley fake Louis Vuitton. Oh, good. like well he put. couldn't get, he couldn't carry around the horse crop because, because he, he was wasn't in the cavalry. He, so he carried around the second rate dog crop for his hunting dogs. Dude, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The so, Balinese knockoff bag. <laughs> Which, for real though, if any of my girlfriends go to Bali once this is up, they won't pick me up one. I'll have one. Okay. <laughs> like, let me know. I'll give you the couple of Well, hundred. we did name our podcast absolutely trash like yeah, we do admit yeah. that we're trashy people, i'm here so for it's it. fine <laughs> i'm here for it absolutely so he was also known to hit drunken men that were brawling in bars with his crop oh my god so what a power move <laughs> see stop that sitting stop at the bar stop that stop it <laughs> with his now. knee high Um, So this was seen as a bit weird by his peers and it was unnecessary and frankly creepy. Um, And he did stop doing this once he became Chancellor. That's good. Yeah. So to summarise this period of time, he was weirdly dressed. (laughs) He was desperate to fart his way to the top of the political ladder. Oh, my God. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Well put. Thank you. (laughs) I'm proud of that line. You should be. (laughs) okay so uh wrapping up the farting mcfart face part of hitler brings us to his last era which Mm. i'm calling hitler on meth love that (laughs) meth (laughs) hitler on the crack pipe (laughs) on the pipe um oh my god i just clicked that you called him (laughs) amazing Uh, yeah amazing um so Dr. Theodore Morell was Hitler's personal doctor. And now I'm just going to directly read from an article written by uh, Daniel Reaney because it sums up this doctor and Hitler's relationship perfectly and it seemed like a waste to sort of change the wording when it was perfect anyway. So um, Morell was a brazen opportunist. After serving as a ship's doctor and then an army army medic in the First World War, he went on to become a personal physician. His Berlin practice thrived until the Nazis gained power. Morell's dark complexion and features arose suspicion of Jewish ancestry and after his clientele diminished, he joined the Nazi party to stave off further distrust 
distrust and was soon administering his un- unconventional remedies to SS elites. Oh, no. Yes. So in 1936, Morel met Dickler at a dinner party. Um, Dickler suffered from severe Dickler. stomach cramps and colossal flatulence. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. He needed a doctor. He needed a doctor. Yeah. Um, he convinced the hypochondriac Dickler to swallow mm. capsules of Nutaflor, which contained a strain of hydrochlorized E. coli um, and anti-gas pills, which were contained traces of strychnine. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. So for people who don't know, strychnine is a neurotoxin. It's a poison. Yeah. So basically he had given him, you know, pills with E. coli in it and strychnine. Yeah. Uh, cool. And whilst E. coli probably would help because, you know, it's a bacteria that we naturally create in our body to help break down foods and stuff like that in our intestines, uh, I'm going to tell you now, strychnine's not helping. <laughs> strychnine ain't, ain't where it's at. Yeah. So yeah. Hitler's symptoms immediately improved, probably because of the E. coli. Mm. Um, and soon Morel had him on a daily dose of Vitamulin, which was a mysterious powder in gold foil packets that made mm. Hitler's energy go up through the roof. Oh, mm-hmm. the boy doing drugs. Mm-hmm. Morel had succeeded where other doctors had failed, probably because the other doctors were keeping it legal. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Convinced of Morel's medical miracles, <laughs> Hitler appointed Morel as his personal physician in 1937. So. Yeah, bet that got rid of everyone thinking he was Jewish. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And you can kind of understand Morel's point yeah, of view here. I get it. Fuck, they gonna kill me. Fuck, they gonna kill me. I'll give yeah. this guy some drugs so he likes yeah. me. Mm. Yeah. Um, in but a- also, sorry, you could just use that like powerful position and kill him. Well, I think he slowly did. So. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> all right, I'm back on board with old Doc. That's get, all right. Let's get back on board with Morel and we'll make that decision at the end. Okay. So in 1941, Hitler became seriously ill. Up until that moment, he had been receiving daily injections of vitamins and glucose. Um, However, they were no longer effective. So he was just giving him sugar. (laughs) Yeah. To keep him him perked up, you know. And vitamins. Um, And vitamins. But who fucking knows if there was even vitamins in there? I mean, I guarantee you he wasn't telling him what was in the gold foil packets. No, he was just like, this will help. And Hitler was like, okay. Yeah, totally. totally. Um, So remember he had diagnosed uh, Hitler as a hypochondriac. So Ah. he was just giving him stuff. So he could easily give him anything. Anything. And Hitler would be like, I need this. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Now, because those vitamins were no longer effective, uh, Morel turned to more medically dubious animal hormones. Wow. And Hitler's new injections included uh, metabolic stimulants, sex hormones, and extracts made from the prostates of young bulls and pig livers. Ugh, gross. This man was giving Hitler... Gold Balls. foil packets with co- cocaine in it and then shooting prostate juice from young bulls <laughs> into his veins. <laughs> I'm back on board with this doctor. <laughs> so, D- 
Dickler didn't eat meat, but he was having animal substances injected yeah, directly into that? his bloodstreams. I wonder if he knew. I think he knew that they were using animal hormones. I don't think he knew that it was bull semen. Yeah. Or prostate Amazing. Juice. Amazing. Yeah. So this medical medley in, uh, increased from there and Morel promised Hitler an instant recovery because he was sick. Mm. Um, and as Hitler's body got used to the compounds injected into his system, he required higher doses and stronger drugs to have an impact. Yeah, totally. So soon, as it always goes, Dickler was on uppers and downers in tandem. If he well, couldn't sleep, he got doses of barbiturates and morphine. If he needed to be awake, he then got injections of, you know, stronger stimulants, i.e. meth and heroin and cocaine. All that fun stuff. All that fun well, stuff. Well, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you got that. <laughs> How long have you been sitting? <laughs> I've been holding on to that for a while. I thought a bit earlier. I was Amazing. Like, <laughs> I was going to say it when like you were talking that. about bull semen, but then I was just too grossed out to pick it up. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Um, <laughs> okay, so in 1943, Morel began injecting higher doses of opiates into Hitler. His health was declining, often appearing stooped and considerably aged, according to those closest to him. Right. Bull so, semen not doing it for him. Not doing it for him. Mm. Uh, Eucadol, which okay. is oxycodone. Okay, I'm right. Yeah. So now I the... could have said, if you're going to do it, do it right. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's the pharmacological cousin to heroin. Yeah. And it became Dickler's cure all. Oh, it no. made him euphoric and with the frequent. Funny that. Yeah, with the frequency of high doses injected, he mm. became addicted. Mm. Again, surprising. Wow. Yeah. Um, but soon, even Eucadol would not be enough. And on July 20th of 1944, Hitler had sustained minor injuries from an assassination attempt. This time a different doctor treated him. So Dr. Erwin Ginsey treated him uh, and um, Hitler and he had a favourite remedy of his own called cocaine. Ah, cocaina. Mm -hmm. So from then on, the Dickler received Eucadol combined with two dices of high-grade cocaine daily. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. Well, yep. not great, but amazing. Not great. Yeah. yeah. This guy was fucked out of his brain. He was fucked out and, of his brain. And had just anything, anything put in his body to keep him. Like, Morel must have been like so scared. <laughs> Sorry. Morel must have been so scared of not catering to, you as know, you his would demands. be, as you would be. If Hitler yeah. walks into your office and says, "You're going to give me more drugs, and you're going to do it now," yeah, you yeah. fucking comply. Absolutely. Yeah. Morel also had all of these bizarre ideas about how these things could cure people, and he obviously couldn't ever test them on anyone except for. Dickler, who gave him permission mm. to do whatever to keep him healthy. So you could say Morel. Well, you have a hypochondriac, so they'll agree yeah. with everything. Yeah, totally. He can have the title of, you know, using Dickler as a guinea pig. That so is true. That go is Morel. True. All right. So All right. anyway, Morel stayed on as Hitler's physician almost to the end. And in the last days of the war, Hitler granted him permission to leave the bunker. Uh, Morel escaped Berlin on one of the last flights out and 
Dickler, without his doc- doctor, allegedly flew into a rage informing those around him that he would commit suicide. Well, he was having the mother of all come downs. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And he didn't, he didn't on everything. Yeah. And I would assume he didn't know his dosages. He didn't know what he was getting given. There was and no way. And because he was a hypochondriac, he was highly, con- like, I'm just yeah. assuming he was highly concerned that, like, no one else could get it right. Like, he yeah, didn't be able absolutely. to do it. The doctor yeah. needed to be there. Totally. Yeah. Because um, it is a real so, diagnosable thing. It's not just <laughs> the way people use the term. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. So according mm. to Morel's notes, Dickler received a total of 800 injections um, and varying medications 1,100 times between the August of 1941 and the April of 1945. So in <sighs> less than four years. He did all of the drugs. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and Theodore Morell was never convicted of war crimes. Right. I, I guess because they consider him to have done what he needed to do to survive and also like since he wasn't granted permission like the first time he was granted permission to leave the bunker he literally got on a plane and fucking left like that sounds like a prisoner to me yeah yeah Yeah. it wouldn't be hard to make that argument yeah I think it wouldn't have been hard for people to be like you know what you didn't choose this they were accusing you of being Jewish so you joined the Nazi party you know, you got yourself a comfortable position where you, you just fed him the drugs that he demanded. I mean, I don't think you can. I don't like, think that that I don't count. think. No, see, I disagree. I don't think you can be like, look, I joined the Nazi party so they wouldn't kill me. Like, I think no one's going to forgive that. But I think it's easy. It would have been easy for him to say, like, look, I was literally held as a prisoner. Yeah. As I think his a doctor. Lot of, I think a lot of people, though, afterwards, a lot of German people afterwards said that they they knew it was wrong, but yeah, their choice but that was to... They were still, like, as far as I know, they were still punished for their actions yeah. as Nazis. They weren't yeah. like, yeah, we understand it was a shitty situation and you did what you had to do. Like, no, they were Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, well, he, he was never convicted of war crimes. Mm. So, right. um, so to sum it up, in the last few years of Dickler's life, uh, he was being injected with fluids from bull prostates, given heroin injections, and taking cocaine daily. Love that. He was a junkie with yes. perceived ultimate power <gasps> who had <sighs> a much younger, adoring mistress, as mm. he called her. So considering his downtrodden childhood, awkward teen years and his stinky struggle to climb the social ladder. Yeah, it's all bad. (laughs) Yeah, it's understandable how this crackhead thought he was the peak of human ability Mm -hmm. once he had gained ultimate power. I mean, that shit ton, like if you gave me that amount of drugs, I'd probably tell you I was an empress and we needed to take over the world together. Oh, my God. Yeah. And... I one one hundredth of those drugs, and I'm gonna be like, "Yo, Ashley, I think I've worked out how to rule the world." <laughs> and I'd be like, "Okay, no, <laughs> no." Yeah, but we've never killed anyone. Mm. We're not bad people, and he's that's a dick. True. He is a fucking cunt. And that's the end of my notes. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Fuck you, Hitler. <laughs> I like that the end of our our notes ended on you being like, "Yeah, he's a cunt." I <laughs> know <laughs> it was a beautiful ending. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> Amazing, I do amazing. have a quiz for you this week. Oh though. my god! If you want to do Shit. it, 
I forgot about quizzes. <laughs> I'm a great student. <laughs> Bring it on, bitch. Let's see. Let's okay. see. All right. So um, Adolf Hitler had an older half-brother named Alois Hitler Jr. Now, mm-hmm. Alois was not involved in Dickler's political career. Instead, he had mm. a small business throughout the war. What mm. was his business? Did was we discuss a? this at all? No, and uh, none of okay. these were discussed. <laughs> okay, so for the record, I'm doing a quiz on information going I have in no blind. idea yes. about. Yeah. Okay, all right. A, it's like, a it's shoe like a, store. one of those tests where they figure out how much you know so yeah. they can then teach you. Right, all right, interesting. <laughs> okay, A, a shoe store, B, a tea shop, or C, a candy store. Oh, dude, it's the tea shop. I know ah, this. See, this is the thing. I knew that you knew these. <sighs> so I was like, I'm not going to tell you you know these, though, when you start. Yes. Shout out to Dad for all the World War II documentaries <laughs> I watched growing up. And if anybody's seen Avatar, Last Airbender, I just want to nope. say, um, does that sound familiar to anybody? I'm not going to ruin it for you, Ashley, because you're going to watch I it. I know. I'm like, I'm like, I need to go see this right now. I can't reply. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Okay. So question number two. Mm. Dickler was obsessed with being portrayed as powerful and manly. Mm. What was his self-given nickname <laughs> that he oh, demanded friends and family refer to him oh, as? Oh, this is going to be batshit crazy. Okay. Was it? Give me the options. Uh, her wolf. Her gum and steel field or her the rukta. Okay, I have no idea what the first, like the second and the third one are, so I'm going to go with her wolf. Yes. Bitch, ah! I am killing the game. <laughs> yeah. My dad's yeah. going to be so he proud of me. He literally made people call him the wolf. That's like asking someone to call you Big Papi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You can, it's fine if <laughs> other people wanted to call him her wolf. Her wolf. Mm, it's a totally, it's not, yeah, it's not a power move. It's like a pathetic thing to be like, you must call me this impressive title. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, to be fair, the other ones were the gumboot and the crazy. Oh my God. So, you know. You set me up. <laughs> Love it. Um, so question number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hitler was on the cover of Times Magazine in 1938 as Man of the Year. Mm-hmm. Which one of these other terrible human beings have also been Time Magazine's Person Ooh. of the Year? Okay. Vladimir Putin, Richard Nixon, or Joseph Stalin? Richard Nixon. Trick question. All three have. I was about to, that's what I was going to fucking say. Damn it. I was like, man, all of these motherfuckers. All like, of it. And Stalin there was wasn't an option for twice. all of the above, Grace. Well, I know because you it's a trick question. Bitch. bitch. Well, I gotta be, I well, I was I like, as soon as you said Vladimir, I was like, he's definitely been on it. And then you said Richard Nixon. And I was like, well, he's definitely been on it. <laughs> Fuck me. All right. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. Well, not fair, but I'll take it. I'm not fair. No. Um, <laughs> Question You're number a mean four. teacher. Yeah, that's the idea. That's why they won't let me teach primary school anymore. I get it now. I Do you understand now? You're giving me a quiz. You just taught me everything about a subject. I know you're giving me a quiz and none of it was in the material. You are evil. Yes. And nasty. they're all trick questions like German words for gumboot. 
I don't. I can't believe you didn't study for this and learn the German. <laughs> I thought I was studying when you read me all the information mm-hmm. about Hitler. All right. All right. Well, okay. You'll know this one. Oh God. What if I don't? Um, Dickler was known for his questionable sense of style. Uh-huh. Which one of the following brands helped produce the Nazi uniforms Fuck. with the use of slaves from both concentration camps yeah. and French prisoners of war? Was it Vera Wang, Coco <laughs> Chanel, or Hugo Boss? Hugo Boss. Yes, it was. Well <laughs> I told you you would know this one. Yeah, but again, it's still a fucked up quiz, Grace. <laughs> I okay, but how fucked up is it that we still people still see Hugo Boss as like mm, people? It's still a brand. It's still a brand. Yeah, but then again, there's so much shit that was affiliated with Nazis that oh, we still have yeah. in our society, yeah. like yeah. fucking. George W. Bush's grandfather and father were, like, in the nuts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, they're associated. Yeah. It's not great. Okay. Not that he was great, but you know what I'm saying? There's so much shit yeah. that's still around that was associated. Not good. Um, I have another trick question. Fuck. I've just realised. <laughs> you bitch. They're all trick questions. I know. <laughs> okay. Hitler's moustache is iconic. However, it was not his first choice. Oh, my God. He originally had a much wider moustache but was ordered to trim it down during his service in the First World War so that it would fit under respirator masks. Now, this moustache is now known um, as a clear pro-Nazi symbol similar to the Nazi salute. So I'm not what, saying everybody with yeah, I'm not saying everybody with the mustache is a Nazi. I'm saying that pro-Nazi people have often cut themselves into the, having those mustaches and giving salutes. The one that he has? Yes, the like one that the he's known for. Yeah, the yeah, one that he's totally. known for. Yes. Cool. Right. Now, if you do either of these things, are you A, a shitbag oxygen thief? B, a fuck trumpet moron? Or C, a Trump supporting piss flap. All three. Three. All oh my up. God, you've got it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I knew you studied. <laughs> You're insane. <laughs> and oh. I would like to thank my mother for coming up with the insult of a fuck trumpet moron. Amazing. So, I still thanks, need to meet your mother. What a fucking legend. <laughs> She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to mum. And uh, last question. Okay. Okay. There were several anti-Hitler propaganda campaigns during the war. Mm-hmm. Which one of these following real statements made by the Allies is factually correct? Uh, Hitler was secretly born a woman. Hitler mm-hmm. drinks bull semen to make him more masculine. Or Hitler had only one testicle. Well, he didn't I feel like if he was born a woman you would have told me that mm-hmm. and he didn't drink bull semen he was injected with prostate juice so <laughs> yes. he's, he's got to have one testicle correct it's Bitch, I'm on fire cryptor chistalism sure let's know. go with that anyway, <laughs> um and it it is just an undescended testicle and okay, he, so had, he an... had another one it was just up there yeah but mm. it was he had an undescended right testicle, and when he had to go for his medical examination for oh, the, the first war. World yeah. War, it was recorded 
Um, and he tried really hard to have that um, removed, <laughs> fixed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fixed. Well, no, just no, no, like removed from that report. Oh, that so you meant he wanted board. his testicle no, no, removed? No. And I was no, like, no. don't you just mean like repositioned? No, no, he he tried to have it like the <laughs> yeah, I get yeah, that. like the yeah. fact that he has uh, one testicle that is not on display. Yes, he, he tried wanted to, have to get that, that removed from his medical medical yeah history. Yeah. Mm. And um, I've got a little note here that I was like, one of the allies' propagandas that they sh- like spread about him was mm. that Dickler regularly engaged in sex work with Jewish women, uh, and one of them on purpose gave him syphilis, which is the reason why he hates Jews. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, Amazing, but not factually proven. Not factually, just propaganda. Yeah. It's just propaganda. But he would have hated the that. allies. Yeah. yeah, he would have fucking. He would have hated that more than people thinking he, he drank bull semen. He would have hated that because it it claims that he's not manly enough to get women to have sex with him. Yeah, and that was that his was whole also, thing. Well, there's you know. so many sides to it, Grace. Like, there's that. Yeah. But then there's also the fact that they were Jewish women, which he would yep. despise. And then third of all, that, that he one has syphilis. So he's, on he's purpose. crazy like, insane. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, like, a so Jewish woman once intentionally him. fucked him up. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You're so yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Plus, people who have syphilis go batshit insane. Oh, yeah. So he would, yeah. they, like, you're also yeah. calling him... Banana Town crazy, which he was. Which he was. Yeah. He was the mayor of Bonkersville in Banana Town. Honey, he was the president. He was the chancellor. (laughs) (laughs) Good work. Okay, so so proud of you. (laughs) I'm going to give all of the references for this one. And now I'm also going to link an article that uh, I found helpful on. Hitler's sexuality because I do know that that's a very controversial point. There's lots of people who are adamant he was not gay. There's lots of people that are adamant there's proof. And I'm going to link an article that, in my opinion, gives a pretty good example of the fact that he was bi. Not that yeah. it fucking matters. Not that it fucking anyway. matters. Exactly. Yeah. So, and there you go, guys. Yeah. Dickler. Hell yeah. Good job, Grace. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Absolutely Trashed is an independent podcast by Grace and Ashley. Our podcast art is by the oh-so-talented Tully. You can find more of his artwork at tully.jpg on Instagram. That's T-U-L-L-Y.jpg. You can find more of us on Instagram and on Facebook at Absolutely Trashed Podcast. You can also email us absolutelytrashed at outlook.com. Please consider subscribing as it's the best way to support us girls. Thanks and stay trashy.